Good evening, all, and thanks for turning the dial to Tower of Song this evening. I'm Jim McIntosh, and this episode is coming to you from the studios of Gila Membres Community Radio, KURU 89.1 FM, in historic downtown Silver City, New Mexico, and online at gmcr.org. I warn y'all now, we're going somewhere hard tonight, but it's my intention to ease you into it, so I thought I'd begin with a song just about everybody likes. Towns Van Zant's Poncho and Lefty. Here's Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard with their cover of the song. Living on the road, my friend Was gonna keep you free and clean And now you wear your skin like iron And your breath is hard as kerosene You weren't your mama's only boy But her favorite one, it seemed She began to cry when you said goodbye Back to your dream. Poncho was a bandit boy. His horse was fast as polished steel. He wore his gun outside his pants for all the honest world to feel. Well, Poncho met his match, you know, on the deserts down in Mexico. Nobody heard his dying word Oh, but that's the way it goes All the federalists say They could have had him any day They only let him slip away Out of kindness, I suppose sing the blues all night long like he used to the dust of poncho bit down south ended up and left his mouth the day they laid poor poncho low left he split for Ohio where he got the bread to Thank you. 
Just tell how Pancho fell And left his living in a cheap hotel The desert's quiet, Cleveland's cold And so the story ends, we're told Pancho needs your prayers, it's true To save a few, we left it too He only did what he had to do That was Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard covering Towns Van Zandt's Poncho and Lefty. Van Zandt wrote that song way back in 1972, but it was Nelson and Haggard's duet, which appeared on their 1983 album of the same title, and which soared to number one on the Billboard country charts, that granted Towns Van Zandt some well-deserved adulation for his songwriting chops. There's a good bit of lore and full-blown BS surrounding the song, for starters. I'll mention that Poncho and Lefty appeared on Van Zant's album, The Late Great Towns Van Zant, which was released some 25 years before Van Zant died. Well, then there's the story of Nelson and Haggard recording the song. As the story goes, Haggard recorded Poncho at 4 a.m., According to SongFact's website, Haggard confessed, I'd been asleep for about an hour. I was just completely bushed. I couldn't get my bearings, and he, Willie, had this song, and it seemed like it was a half a mile long. It had more words than any song I'd ever seen in my life. Indeed, Merle does sound a little haggard in that recording. And then there's the cameo Towns made in Nelson and Haggard's video. He plays one of the federales who take down Poncho. In 1994, Towns told a music journalist, It was real nice they invited me. They didn't have to invite me. and I made, I think, $100 a day. I was the captain of the federales, and plus, I got to ride a horse. I always liked that. It took four and a half days, and that video was four and a half minutes long. Oh, and then there's the story of Van Zant meeting the real Poncho and Lefty whilst on tour. We got stopped by these two policemen, Van Zant recalls, as quoted in Hill Country News. And you have to hear Towns Fort Worth drawl as he tells it. They said, what do you do for a living? And I said, well, I'm a songwriter. And they both kind of looked around like pitiful, pitiful. And so on to that, I added, I wrote that song, Poncho and Lefty. You ever heard that song, Poncho and Lefty? I wrote that. And they looked back around, and they looked at each other and started grinning, and it turns out that their squad car, you know, their partnership, it was two guys, it was an Anglo and a Hispanic, and it turns out they're called Poncho and Lefty. So I think maybe that's what the song's about, those two guys. I hope I never see them again. In the BS category is the story that the song is about Pancho Villa. 
Towns admitted that Villa was not on his mind when he wrote Poncho and Lefty, but Towns can spin a yarn, so he claimed that a fan told him Villa, in fact, had a sidekick whose name in Spanish means Lefty. Alas, I've found no such historical reference in a cursory web search. Just lots of articles about Towns' epic song. No, I think Poncho and Lefty is a song about a legendary outlaw whose horse was fast as polished steel, while Lefty is the real-life tattered troubadour whose breath smells like kerosene and who finds himself playing gigs in Cleveland far from the frontier. The poets tell how Poncho fell and Lefty's living in cheap hotels. And so that's where we begin this evening, with the redneck Merle Haggard and the blueneck Willie Nelson teaming up to sing together and create memorable art. And why that particular song? Because it's about a heroic gunslinger larger than life and the real-life songwriter living hard and sinking into his dreams. Van Zant's song makes me think of our heroic version of the American West, which wasn't one with a registered gun along with the less glamorous realities behind it. When I take a look around me Sometimes I wish I was blind Feels like something sacred's dying One headline at a time I can't tear myself away I just stare in disbelief You can learn to live with anything When it happens by degrees I've seen every head bowed down As if lost in private prayer I've seen the phones in every hand Seen the long and vacant stares Of souls gone numb Thumbing through each ceaseless change in fear You can learn to live with anything When it happens by degrees I've seen talking heads shout back and forth Across some great divide Against a map of red and blue Points of view so cut and dry But when you look into the what color country do you see? Well, you can learn to live with anything When it happens by degrees I've seen the flags at half-staff As the nation mourned and moaned I've seen the stars and bars of flying bright Above the state house dome For the Charleston nine we see I once was blind, but now I see We can learn to live with anything When it happens by degrees I see little hands on little shoulders Children in light I see them led away from school As the shots ring out Somehow it's become routine We can learn to live with anything When it happens by degree 
seep into my heart Each day a little more This darkness growing so familiar I can't recall what came before My children's faces filled with questions Looking up expectantly And I don't know what to tell them No, I can't bring myself to tell them you can learn to live with anything When it happens by degrees That was By Degrees, a song by Mark Arelli who is joined by Roseanne Cash, Cheryl Crow, Lori McKenna, Anna East Mitchell, and Josh Ritter. Sometimes over-earnest celebrity team-ups can leave a listener wincing, but this song is smart and, for me anyway, avoids the preacher's pulpit. I've seen little hands on little shoulders, children in a line. I've seen them led away from school as the shots rang out inside. And I thought, Something has to change, but somehow it's become routine. We can learn to live with anything when it happens by degrees. Next week, I'm heading back into the classroom for my 32nd year of teaching. When I was in charge of my first classroom way back in the late 80s, I didn't spend a day worrying that someone would walk down the hallways of my school and shoot the place up. And then in 1999, the shooting at Columbine rocked the country and broke our hearts. But I have to admit, even then, as I attempted with others to diagnose our cultural ills in the wake of that school shooting, I didn't worry about my own safety or the safety of my students. But now, I worry. In the days following the May 24th Uvalde school shooting, I read that over 550 students and teachers have died in U.S. school shootings since Columbine. The Uvalde shooting was the 27th school shooting of 2022. According to the Washington Post, over 300,000 U.S. school students in some 331 of our schools have been exposed to gun violence during their school days. century and we are armed to the teeth we're all working together now to make our lives mercifully brief and school kids keep trying to teach us what gone are all about Confuse liberty with weaponry And watch your kids act it out 
And every year now, like Christmas, some boy gets the milk fits of bourbon blows. Reaches for the available arsenal and saunters off to make the news. And women in the middle are learning what poor women have always known. That the edge is closer than you think. When your men bring the guns home And look at where the prophets are yeah. That's how you'll find the source Of the big lie that you and I both know so cultural death wish to run its course they're gonna make a pretty penny and then they're all going to hell Die of old age. 
That was Ani DeFranco with the title cut off her 1999 album, To the Teeth. While I don't endorse DeFranco's open-fire solution in the final stanza, I do feel her desperation in the face of our national self-annihilation. From the store, he bought it with the money he got from his chores. He robbed a candy shop, told her lay down on the floor, put the cookies in the bag, take the pennies out the drawer. Look, Khalil got a gun he got from the rebels to kill the infidels and American devils. A bomb on his waist, a mask on his face, prays five times a day and listens to heavy metal. Little Alex got a gun he took from his dad that he snuck in the school in his black book bag. His black nail polish, black boots, a black hat. He gon' blow away the bully that just pushed his ass. Little Joker got a gun he bought on the street to go and kill him. That was Lupe Fiasco with Heat Under the Baby Seat from a mixtape released in 2006 he titled Fahrenheit 115, A Rhyming Ape. Those of you who are Gorillaz fans recognize his sample of Kids with Guns. I played this song because it reminds us how pervasive guns are in our culture, from the cops and robbers games we played as kids to revenge school shootings to terrorism on to anti-terrorism. As it is when you type in the word gun in a music file search, you will find days worth of songs, but not so many that speak with any wisdom. One of my smartest, most insightful friends holds dual UK and US citizenship. He's chosen to live in the States, but like me, he mourns the lack of gun restriction in this country. When I spoke of my hope that the increasing frequency of school shootings might finally prompt some gun control legislation, eh, he remained skeptical. Guns are baked into your culture, he told me. And I had to admit, he was right. Let's listen like anthropologists to this next song. I'm going to do something I, for the most part, forswear on the show. I'm going to play a song I'm not fond of. That being so... Many people are fond of this song. Blake Shelton included it on his 2013 double platinum based on a true story. Songwriting credits go to a trio of Nashville songsmiths, uh, Dallas Davidson, Rhett Akins, and Bobby Pinson. 
Country music has often been brought up on charges of sentimentality, and this song could be provided as evidence in a court of law. It sits above the mantel on a couple rusty nails And it's worth a bunch of money But it damn sure ain't for sale The good Lord only knows all the stories it could tell Granddaddy's gun He bought a new out of a Sears and Roebuck catalog and it shot a mini shell over the top of an old bird dog And it backed a burglar down when Grandma took the safety off Granddaddy's gun It's just a double-barrel 12 The stock is cracked and it kicks like hell It wouldn't mean what it means to me to no one I can hear his voice when I put it to my shoulder A gun's like a woman, son, it's all how you hold her He taught me a whole lot more than how to hunt And one of these days I'll pass it on to my son Granddaddy's gun He handed it to me on the day I turned 13 With a half-shot box of shells And a kid to keep it clean I keep a picture in the case Of that sweet old man and me With granddaddy's gun It's just a double-barrel 12 The stock is cracked and it kicks like hell It wouldn't mean what it means to me To know It's all how you hold her He taught me a whole lot more Than how to hunt And one of these days I'll pass it on to my son Granddaddy's gone There's a long beard Living on the living room wall That I got with the box call And granddaddy's gone It's worth a bunch of money, but it damn sure ain't for sale. That was Blake Shelton with Granddaddy's Gun, a song I don't particularly cherish, but that I figure most of the males in my family would. It's not a song about gun violence. Granddaddy's Gun is a hunting rifle, though it backed down a burglar once and was an accomplice in some dumbass teenage folly when the songwriter shot up a road sign. 
But in this sentimental song, it's, oh, the gun is a living creature, like a woman that must be held a certain way. I guess. My point is only that guns are revered in our culture. As my friend says, baked in. According to our popular histories, the United States became a country with armed Minutemen. It remained united when brothers took up arms against brothers, and it liberated concentration camps 80 years later. For better or worse, we are a people of the gun. But some fear we are on the way to becoming disunited states, and that the weapon of choice for our demise will indeed be the gun. I'd like to think that's an overreaction, but week after week... The evening news gives me little optimism. By the way, I also like to think that I am the first Kuru DJ to ever play Lupe Fiasco and Blake Shelton back-to-back. Hi, this is Chris McIntosh, a loyal listener to Gila Mimbris Community Radio, KURU 89.1 FM, in historic downtown Silver City, and online at gmcr.org where we offer Southwest New Mexico a voice and a choice. Well, let's get back to music that, as Mitch puts it, I like to play. Here's Robert Earl Keane with Blow You Away. You take off from work a bit early The boss doesn't care to stay the guard with the key has to check your ID But he just as soon blow you away The cops have stopped ten miles of traffic They're sorry for all the delay No need for alarm as they're waving their arms But they just as soon blow you away Two pretty blondes in a Porsche Their bumper says we love L.A. They look pretty fair, but they're crazy out there they just as soon blow you away You got in some trouble in high school But you feel like a new man today You keep to yourself because anyone else Would just as soon blow you away Standing in front of the teller She's counting out all of your pay They're twenties and ones There's guards with their guns They just as soon blow you away One old ex-con at the station Fixes flats in the back of the bay He winks and he jokes Their bars are smoke But he just as soon blow you away you like the new girl at the hotel She drops your own key in the tray No words will pass through the bulletproof glass And she just as soon blow you away Up the stairs every evening to your room right above the cafe. 
ain't much mistake, but you pay every week Cause they just as soon blow you away You turn out the light that you read by You pray that you're one of the few When you end with the Lord, there's just one reward They just as soon make it come true You fall fast asleep where you lay Under the lump there's a 20 gauge pump Cause they just as soon blow you away That was Robert Earl Keen's Blow You Away and for the record, I'm really not that paranoid. I should mention, Blow You Away is off A Bigger Piece of Sky, perhaps Keen's finest album, released way back in 1993. And I hope it hasn't come to that for you, I mean sliding a 20-gauge pump under the mattress. I hope that's just your sand disc there, and you've got your radio tuned to 89.1 KURU right now. Maybe you were listening in earlier this week during the KURU fundraiser, driving around in your car like I was, listening to Nan's rambling radio revival, and you thought, when I get home, I'm going to renew my Gila members community radio membership. Well, you can still do that. Chris and I did this week, and it's as easy as a trip to the GMCR homepage, where you locate that little red button with a heart on it. Yep, that one in the upper right of your screen. Tap that button, maybe trouble the folks at PayPal for a moment, and you've helped keep independent, non-commercial, quirky, and occasionally opinionated community radio alive and thriving in Grant County, New Mexico. And if you do, we thank you deep down. And if you don't, well, thanks for listening in. That's good, too. Let me play an infectious little indie groove that came out a dozen years ago, Pumped Up Kicks, from Foster the People. It's a song I, I think about mental illness and envy pursued at gunpoint. As it turns out, you may not hear this song very often in the coming years.
was Foster the People's first and very viral hit, Pumped Up Kicks, which they recorded shortly after Mark Foster formed the band. Foster's hope was that the song would give him a platform to speak out about gun violence. But these days, Foster is worried that his indie pop sensation needs to be retired. So it's something I'm really wrestling with, Foster told Billboard magazine. I'm leaning towards retiring Pumped Up Kicks because it's just too painful Where we're at now compared to where we were 10 years ago, it's just horrific because shootings have continued to happen. And I feel like there are so many people that have been touched either personally or by proxy by a mass shooting in this country. And that song has become almost a trigger of something painful they might have experienced. Well, that's not why I make music. I make music to connect with people. I feel like the awareness that that song brought and the conversation that song brought, well, that's been fulfilled. What songwriter ever knows what will become of a song he sends out into the world? Will it cause people pain? Will it be misinterpreted? Will its irony go undetected by too many? Will some politician snatch it up for a campaign the songwriter abhors? Will it become the soundtrack for an appalling act? Maybe that's where we are with guns. A useful tool that can help feed a family, maybe protect your home, has instead become something we no longer control. About the time and daddy let the fight to be a war. Saw my first pistol in the general store. In the general store. I was 13. Thought it was the finest thing I ever had seen. Has the bag in heaven someday when I grew up. Mama dropped a dozen eggs, she really blew up She 
Mama says a pistol is the devil's right hand The devil's right hand The devil's right hand Mama says a pistol is the devil's right hand First pistol's a cap and ball coat Shoot as fast as lightning Well, she loads my slow She loads my slow Soon I find that she can get you into trouble But she can't get you out So then I went and got myself a cold 45 Called her peacemaker, but I never knew why I never knew why I didn't understand Mama says a pistol is the devil's right hand The devil's right hand, the devil's right hand. Mama says a pistol is the devil's right hand. Yeah, the devil's right hand, the devil's right hand. Mama says a pistol is the devil's right hand. Devil's Right Hand. Earl recorded that song way back in 1983. Later, it appeared on 1988's Copperhead Road and then reappeared as a Waylon Jennings and then a Johnny Cash cover. This live version was recorded during a 1995 Nashville concert. The next song I'm going to play was written by the drive-by truckers, Guns of Umpqua, and it's the most subtle song on my playlist tonight. It's so well-crafted, in fact, that I urge you to look the song up on the internet and listen to it again later. The song is written from the perspective of someone caught inside the hallways of Umpqua Community College during the mass shooting that occurred there, horrifying the nation in October 2015. A student at the college fatally shot a professor and eight students and wounded eight others before he committed suicide. One of the shooting spree survivors was a U.S. Army veteran, Chris Mintz, who helped his classmates escape, then alerted other students in the library of the shooter's whereabouts. The assailant shot Mintz five times, but before he received a final fatal shot, Mintz asked the shooter to spare him since it was his son's birthday. Patterson Hood, the principal songwriter for Guns of Umpqua, may have had Mintz on his mind when he wrote this powerful song. I see the 
by truckers with Guns of Umpqua, off an album the band released less than a year after the school shooting at Umpqua Community College. A friend who listens in on Tower of Song drops me insightful emails, sometimes about musicians. A recent one was simply a graph. On one axis was plotted the number of guns owned by the citizens of several countries, uh, Germany, the UK, uh, South Korea, Australia, and 
On the other axis was plotted the number of gun-related deaths per 100,000 people. And guess what? The U.S. fit perfectly along the line of best fit. We own more guns than anyone else in the world, and only Brazil records more gun deaths than the U.S. Statistics, I admit, are hard to cipher over the radio, but let's give this a try. Some countries are enormous, others are small, so let's use a value like firearm deaths per 100,000 people per year so we can compare fairly. There are nine countries who exceed our firearm death rate, all of them deeply troubled states like Honduras, El Salvador, Guatemala, Brazil, and Colombia. The U.S. sits in 10th position with a rate 60% higher than Mexico's, almost four times higher than Finland's, six times higher than Canada's, 12 times higher than Australia's, more than 50 times higher than the UK's, and more than 200 times higher than Japan's. We have to ask ourselves, why is this so? In the wake of the Umpqua school shooting, President Obama flew to that Oregon college, and he told the assembled crowd, Thoughts and prayers do not capture the heartache and grief and anger that we should feel, and it does nothing to prevent this carnage from being inflicted someplace else in America next week or a couple months from now. Then he followed up with proposals for executive action on gun control. It's worth noting that 200 protesters met him at the airport, some bearing holstered weapons to protest such presidential overreach and assaults, on their Second Amendment rights. Let's have the drive-by truckers weigh in with a more recent song, Thoughts and Prayers, a potent little number off their 2020 album, The Unraveling. Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. 
And they ask me to explain It hurts me that I have to look away The powers that be are in for shame And comeuppance and generation lockdown as their day They'll throw the bums all out Drain the swamp for real Perp walk them down the capital steps Show them how it feels Tramp the dirt down Jesus You can pray the rod they'll spare Stick it up your ass With your useless thoughts and prayers Stick it up your ass With your useless thoughts and prayers for listening tonight. I realize that when I take over the microphone, I leave no opportunity for disputation. If you would like to counter any words you heard tonight, I answer emails at mrgreendreams at msn.com. M-R, green like the color, dreams at msn.com. My hope is that we can reach across our current national divide and trade in some of our extreme opinions for common sense. We need to debunk our baked-in myths about guns, or we will choke on them. How is it that in our narrow definition of freedom, we've made our schools places where children and teachers fear to exchange ideas and learn to get along? Why have we lost that freedom? How is it that we can limit the speed of our vehicles? We can limit the poisons that we pour into our rivers. We can limit the prices we charge for medicines, but we can't limit who owns a firearm? Other successful, firearm-owning, freedom-loving nations have done it, and so can we. To cite Mark Arelli's lyrics from early in the show, I've seen talking heads shout back and forth across some great divide, against a map of red and blue, points of view so cut and dry. I guess you can learn to live with anything when it happens by degrees. But let's not, good people. Well, you can learn to live with anything when it happens by degrees. That have stepped as the nation mourned and moaned. I've seen the stars and bars are flying bright above the state house dome for the Charleston nine. We see, I once was blind, but now I see. We can learn to live with anything when it happens by degree. Shoulders, children in 
When it happens 